0: Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Welcome into hour two of the show. I'm Austin Norman, joined by Eric Strickland. As always, we're here weekdays two to four on 93.7, theticketfm.com, ticket, the as well as on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. But a special thank you to Aloe for giving us a television channel to use, channel 961. If you are an Aloe subscriber in Nebraska, channel 961 is all yours for us. You see our, our, our lovely mugs on the screen. Hear us, uh, you know, radio is TV. TV is radio. Whoever you want to look at it, we're there thanks to Aloe. Uh, be safe out there. The, the snow is starting to come down, and it's swirling around here, Strick. I can see it out the, out the, the windows here at 1040 O Street. It is not dropping straight down; it's going sideways.
1: Yeah, it's very windy. It's very windy out, and the wind is going to cause that drift to happen. Um, if you've got pipes, be careful because I am hearing pipes are bursting. Uh, mm-hmm. Make sure your water's dripping, stuff like that. Just just doing those things to to make sure that you don't come home and all of a sudden you have a flood in your in your. Uh, uh living room or basement or bathroom
0: or something like that. So take care of that. Uh, John and Cortland. Yes, we agree. Um, and Nyla says I 80 was not fun. So glad you made the smart choice to stay home. Appreciate you still popping on uh, from your, your, your domain, your abode, your city up in Omaha. There, are Um, But speaking of things going sideways, things are going sideways in, in college basketball over the last couple days. We'll start with what happened last night down in, Austin. And there's a very simple gesture. I mentioned Austin and a gesture. You probably know what I'm talking about. Horns down. UCF, Central cool. Florida, cool. goes down to Texas. The the Knights sneakily up to number six in defensive efficiency in college basketball this year. Don't really put the clamps on Texas, but come away with a 77 to 71 win. And Strick in the postgame line, before they get to, to Texas and the players, the players are, are lining up for the postgame handshake. And, you know, a handful of them flashing the horns down sign to the crew. Now I know that not many Nebraska fans will, you know, take umbrage with that, but Rodney Terry, the Texas head coach who was elevated um, after everything that went down with Chris beard, um, stopped the handshake line, yelled at the UCF players. That's classless. We don't do that stuff. And then ranted about it for a few minutes in post game. Is he soft? Did UCF misstep by, by doing the horns down in the handshake line? Who's right. Who's wrong in this one?
1: Uh actually, to be honest, man, um, I think he's right because what you don't want to do is, I mean, it's okay if fans do it, but you, you don't want to do it. Not in the handshake line. That's, that's where you might get stolen or somebody, you know, that could, that can set off a brawl, you know, stuff like that. Right. And here's why I say that that would be no difference than, um, You remember when um, Terrell Owens went into the middle of the star and he just started doing his thing (laughs) and slapping the ball down on it. You know what I mean? I mean, that's, 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 that's a form of disrespect. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And some people, somebody might pay for that. Like you could get your quarterback hurt or somebody hurt. uh, You could get in a fight because that symbol to, Texans, like, um, and I don't, I'm not like a big fan of Texans. So don't think, don't bash me on the text line thinking I'm, I'm defending Texans. No, I just think that there's, you can do certain things like that. Like after you won the game, boom, you can hit it, you know, but the minute you get in the text line, man, respect, you know, yo, because um, what if they, what is it? The night, what if they mm-hmm. took your night and put some dookie on it, you know, and, and, <laughs> Right. Quarter. I mean, you know, I'm not saying that that's the <laughs> case, but I mean, whatever that could be disrespectful to the night, you they're not going to tolerate that. So, you know, I, I, I would venture to do the same or do unto others as you'd want done unto you.
0: That part, right? I think it was kind of heat of the moment, but I think you're spot on, right? It's hilarious to me that we keep having this debate about horns down, right? I mean, you're Texas. You're the big bad in the conference that you're leaving, right? I mean, you're in the SEC next year. So people are going to try to find ways to get under your skin, right? I think to some degree, Texas is that, that bully who doesn't like being bullied back, right? Texas is the big, bad they They're supposed to be so good. Um, but Texas is struggling Strike. I mean, their record looks okay. They've been a, a fringe top 25 team, but haven't beat anyone of substance. So I think more than anything, Rodney Terry's reaction to this is pent up frustration from the season. Um, losing at home is never a good feeling. um, So I think a lot of it is is pent up frustration, but I'm spot on with you, right? It's one thing if you're you're doing the horns down toward fans or not looking at anyone in particular is kind of dancing around doing this on your way to the line. But you've been in those handshake lines like once you get there, it's business go through the line. It's 30 seconds, you know, dap, dap up, tap hands, high five, butt slap, whatever it is, and then your social media people that are there walk up to your social media people, flash the horns down, get into the locker room, but to, to hold it in the handshake line, that's just yeah. asking. for it.
1: Yeah. It's asking for trouble. Yeah. And that's the way I feel about it. Like real talk, like I'm going to be honest, if somebody would have just did that to me, I, 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 I might've pushed them or, you know, like, Oh, what's up? I mean, what, what, what you want to do? You know what I mean? You know, what, what if I grabbed mm-hmm. the knight's head? Right. And, put it to my sack and put it to my sack you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like you you would feel offended like uh, Mm -hmm. i'm i might have pushed you or i might have you know hit you with a shoulder or like what's up you know you want to do something you know i i might have i don't know i don't know um that would be like you know they taking a herbie husker and you know i don't i don't know what you could do maybe sticking a a corn or so I don't know man it could do
0: something <laughs> disrespectful be sad and step on it or something yeah, yeah man yeah no I'm not I'm not
1: playing that game
0: I, I'm with you I, I will say I don't love the optics of opposing coaches lecturing the other team right I mean I know coach coach K my, my beloved coach Mike Krzyzewski was notorious for doing that I think about Oregon right he did that with Dylan Brooks in the NCAA tournament game that Oregon beat Duke in stop the handshake line you know, put his hand on Dylan Brooks's chest to stop and talk to him and then brought it up again in the post post game uh, press conference. Like, I don't love the optics of doing that. Like you're the grown man, um, you know, leave it to the other coach, like, like meet the other coach in the hallway and say, hey, I saw your kids doing this. I thought it was disrespectful. I'll let it slide this time. But if it happens again, we'll have a problem. But yeah. I can understand you. this is a big job for Rodney Terry with the pressure why he would feel the need to say something. But, Strick, let's let's move now to the SEC, uh, where Texas will be next year. He had a game between Alabama and Missouri, this game taking place um, across the state from you, you know, down down the highway in Tuscaloosa, not in Auburn. It was uh, Alabama taking on Missouri. There was a, a little tie-up, a jump ball, mini scuffle right in front of Alabama's bench. Um, and for those who didn't see the play, I did retweet was it. Was it. it was. I don't believe it was Trelli. I didn't see what's up. Named what's up? What's <laughs> up? It, was, yeah. it was Nate Oates, the head coach. I saw him. That's I saw fun. him. Right. Um, so if you didn't see the play, it's uh, at on the block 93.7. Make sure to follow that account. Um, and I did retweet it from there so you can, you can see what we're talking about. There was a lot being made of Nate Oates's behavior, right? Where he does extend his arm and push a Missouri player away, pointing him back to his bench. Strick, I'm not going to lie. I thought that was a nothing burger. Like, should have another coach put his hands on another team's player? No, probably not in the majority of circumstances. But I think if you look at the context of this Strick, it wasn't a two-arm get-out-of-here. He wasn't berating the kid and in his face about it. He was trying to get Missouri's player away from his bench. One-arm. Like, Nate Oates isn't a big guy. This Missouri guy was bigger than him. It was one-arm, like, to his pec, said pointing him that way in the Missouri kid that got, you know, pushed by Nate Oates didn't think anything of it. It was someone further away in the scrum that had an issue with an Alabama player. So all the outrage over how Nate Oates acted. I'm sorry. I thought that was a nothing burger.
1: Yeah. I agree with you, man. It, again, it's context, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, coaches don't just only coach the team coaches, especially in situations like that, it's to uh, get order. So when mm-hmm. things like this happen, yes, you want to make sure your team is in place. But this happened to be on his side of the bench. Now, if it was the other way around, I would have expected one of their coaches to possibly do something similar. Young mm-hmm. man, yo, go, on, go on back o- over there. This, oh, no, we not having this. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? No. That's what it seemed like to me. Like, No. Young man, you out of order. Come on, go on back on over there. Like, it would be no different than what we used to get from our neighbors in the, in the neighborhood. Like, no, they weren't our parents, but there was respect, you, you know. And that's what I think is happening in the, in, in the game. Mm-hmm. I think it's happening in life. I think it's happening in.
0: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
1: Cities, I think it's happening all over the place. We're dealing with now a younger generation that has no respect. They don't... They don't respect anything or anybody. They don't respect order. This is why we have some of the problems that we're having. Whereas in our generation, you know, if if we got in trouble with a neighbor or a neighbor did something to us, they addressed us as if like our parent was there because it was a communal, it was a community thing where everybody made sure everybody was in order. And then they would tell my parents and if, they didn't get me, then my parents would. You know, it was one of those type of things. And I think we 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 handled ourselves a little bit differently, whereas now there's not not any respect at all for authorities.
0: And I think that is shown even through one more example. I, I didn't retweet this one, but this would have happened a couple nights ago as well. North Carolina State is putting the finishing touches on a home win over Wake Forest, <laughs> I believe. And I know you're laughing because you know exactly what it was, but this North Carolina State player getting ready to shoot free throws, um ref makes the call he's walking down to the other end and as soon as the ref turns his back the north carolina state player gives him a look like and gives him the double bird in the middle of the court front of god and everybody double birds the ref behind his back like you can disagree with the call but speaking of a lack of respect Strick. like i have made known on this program my thoughts on officials my disdain for them how hard their job is but it's not as hard as they always make it look But come on, to to double bird a guy behind his back, that is no respect for the institution, the authority of a guy who I'm sure is doing his best. You might disagree with, but you don't double bird a guy behind his back.
1: Yeah, I might have handled that a little bit differently. There's no way I would have done something of the sort. Um, (laughs) I might have yelled or been upset or got in your you know, not even in your face. I mean, I would have did it from afar. I might've did it to a teammate, like, Oh, you know, bump that mother, you know what I'm saying? Or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was, that was, the, I don't know what's going to happen with that situation, but I would advise that they handle that because you, you, you just don't, you it's like the, it's like the James Harden step back that I've always <laughs> talked about. Once you let that out the bag and it continues then it's going to start to seep into the, the game. And then they're going to be mad at you for calling to travel. Handle that situation now because you don't want that internet viral, the the, 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 the viral aspect of that, uh, that, that moment to mm-hmm. go and it's not addressed. Whew. Boy, you're going to get some people doing some wild stuff because they're going to see that and they're going to think that it's cool. But if you address it and you handle it, in a, in, a, in a i'm not saying a super hard but you you know that you got it got it handled and it was disciplined then you probably get a different res- response next time
0: are you saying like not a suspension not like sit out the first half you're saying like run some extra lines at practice sort of discipline or what how I, do you handle
1: whatever that? whatever whatever no it can't be hidden like, whatever uh, the discipline is, has to be visible. Like, it has mm-hmm. to be a visible discipline. Now, you can do that also, you know, on, on the end. That's some personal, that's between you and I stuff. But whatever this is, whatever it is, the, the discipline has to be visual, just as visual as that, that uh, you know, tw- the double bird was. That was super mm-hmm. visual and viral. So mm-hmm. it needs to be visible. And even if you sweep it under the rug, at least when they go back and look for receipts. They can go back and find that it was uh it it was dealt with.
0: It was handled in, in a manner that that matched it. I, I think that, that makes a lot of sense. Um the other part about that is that like NC State is a program that can't really afford that, right? Talk about another bubble team like Nebraska, like you don't want the distractions, right? Even Texas with Rodney Terry, Alabama, Nate Oates, Strick, it just seems like the main thing isn't always the main thing. And I want to get your aspect on this too. Like conference play, just, you know, you're just getting back into the swing of it in the big 10. You look at uh, the big 12, the ACC really kicking off conference play for the most part right now. Do you just dislike conference teams, regardless of who they are that much that you're willing to, you know, come to a war of words with them, you know, in game four of conference play, or is this just another kind of outreach and symptom of, Guys forgetting that they're there to play basketball, take care of business on the court, and they're getting distracted by, you know, hand gestures and little skirmishes and, you know, a bad call or two by a ref.
1: I mean, what does it do? It doesn't really do anything. I mean, it's just, it's a, it's a momentary, you know, flash of, you know, your bravado. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a momentary thing. It's the same thing as if you dunk everybody gets dunked on over the course of their, their lives. You know, even to Kimbe and his best. Uh, Michael, you you never dunked on me. No, 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 Michael. No, 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 no. no. you didn't get me. And then Mike says, Kimbe, I got you. <laughs> you know, and he's got receipts to show you because he did the wag right back to your face. Everybody's gotten banged on, you know what I mean? And all this top head and this bumping. And that's, I gotta, I gotta say, that's the referees. You, you the, the rule states, no taunting. It, it's in the rule. The minute you open your mouth, you'll bow up and look at somebody, walk towards somebody, boop, handle that right there. Teeth, I'm, I'm throwing them out. No, nope, we're not having that. Cause, cause all that sets up is potential escalation. So when they have to play each other again, guess what? If you don't address that, Guess what you're going to have? You're going to have a little extra elbow to the side. You're going to get a little undercut. You're going to get something, and somebody's going to end up hurt. It may not always happen by way of them doing something to your mascot or to, to your simple leader team. No, I'm going to do something to you. You know what I mean? I'm going to set that screen, and I'm going to put my knee out. I'm going to do a Draymond Green. I'm going to step on your chest and jump over you. I'm going to hit you in the sack. I'm, I'm going to do something. You know, so you're risking putting people in jeopardy.
0: What is that line of taunting for you? Is it as soon as you look at an opponent, right? Because I think there's sometimes we see college refs that are, it it seems a little quick on the trigger, right? I remember Illinois' guy got teed up for hanging on the rim, but he was doing it to avoid someone running underneath him, right? I think even in college football, there's a little bit of sensitivity yet. But like, if you, if, like you said, if you're squaring up to an opponent, you're walking at him, you're staring at him when he's down on the ground, like mm-hmm. that to me is taunting. But if you're doing this to your own bench as you jog back down the court, even if there's a guy from the other team in your way, but you're not directing it at him, it to me, it doesn't cross the line of taunting until it is directly, you know, targeted at an opposing player or coach.
1: And as a referee, that's one of the things that I understood. I understood mm-hmm. that the fact that you did it doesn't mean it's a taunt. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Like, like K say hit a a big three one time in the game and he goes to everybody. He didn't do it to nobody. He did it to, you know, the crowd and himself. So you, if, if they would hit him with a T with that, that would have been a sad T to give out. Right. But what I, yeah, it's like, it's how it's directed and how's it, if I bang and I yell, ah, but I'm just doing it, that ain't a taunt. That's just me being excited and happy for the moment of what I just did. Amari did that in the game. I'm glad they didn't give him a taunt, you know what I mean, Mm -hmm. or anything like that. Um, But if I bang and I look at you and say, ah, and then walk off, yeah, now that's a different – wait a second. Now that's just a setup for him to do something to you on the next time down or to foul you extra hard or something. No, we're not doing that. Boop, let's go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, it's different.
0: Do you think college refs have a pretty good control and hang of what that line is right now?
1: Man, I, I think there's some good ones and I think there's some bad ones. I think there's some that are put in place just because they know somebody. They may know <laughs> rules and they may know all of that, but they don't, some people just don't have a good feel. They don't have a good feel And that's not refing the, the gray
0: you talk about, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. They don't have a very good feel. They're very black and white and mm. that's where there's trouble.
0: Um, I'm glad you brought up Casey as well. I, on that same, on the block, 937 Twitter page that we recommend you all follow to stay up to date with this show. Stay, informed uh, as the you know, part of the conversation here, um, tweeted this out. Nebraska men's basketball is a blank. You have four options, a solid NCAA tournament team, an NCAA tournament bubble team, an NIT host team, or an NIT bubble team. Strick. I still think people. Are down on this team after two straight losses, like, like two losses in a row, happens in a season, right? It's not the four, five, six game losing skid we, we've seen before, but right now, strict, the majority of respondents on that poll say Nebraska is hosting an NIT game, not masing, not making the NCAA tournament, right? And I think that that's fair, but again, I'm going to go all Aaron Rodgers here. R E L A X, right? Two games in a row, you got some stuff to figure out but I still think Nebraska is an NCAA tournament team if the season stopped today.
1: Yeah. I mean, I actually think they're a good enough team to be, uh, but now I need to see where your heart lies. You know, mm. I, I really, and again, I'm going to get a, I'm going to get an up close and personal view of that on Saturday. Um, so that that's when I'll really know, you know, where the, where the, the heart of this team lies and what they're really in it for.
0: Nebraska Northwestern, 115 game, I believe that is, on Saturday. See Stricky down there, part of that 93-94 team, getting honored for winning the Big 8 Tournament Championship. Took down uh, Norm Stewart and Missouri. Uh, got some revenge, you've told that story. I'm sure we'll get it in uh, at some point tomorrow uh, as that, that draws ever closer. We'll take a break. When we get back, we had one NBA trade. What else was on the horizon? Who needs to buy? Who needs to sell? Who could be on the move with the NBA trade deadline just a few weeks away? We'll dive into that, tap into the nine-year NBA vet part of Strix Brain when we get back. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.